Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. Thank you for listening to AFR. I'm Tim Wildman with Fred Jackson. Good morning, Good morning. Fred. Great to be here. Chris Woodward. Good morning. And Steve Jordan will be with us next half hour. And uh, Ray Pritchard, who's normally with us on Tuesdays and Thursdays, is traveling, speaking, and he will be back on the program a week from today, a week from Monday, a week from today. So we look forward to having Ray back with us. Uh, what's going on in your world, Fred? What's going on in my world? Well, yeah. we're, we're into the hot season here in the Deep South. Yeah. So a lot of indoor activity, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Did a little traveling last week over to visit our youngest daughter in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And uh, was we timed those drives, you know, to get around the busy uh, well, commute periods, yeah. like in Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, you got to do that. Yeah. You don't want to be stuck in traffic in Atlanta. No. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, we had a, had a good drive over there. Well, There's some beautiful country. You know, Georgia's a beautiful state. It mm-hmm. really is. You mm-hmm. get into the mountains there, the east of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gorgeous. One thing I did see, the... Uh, I, I would just say, if you're trying to escape the heat and humidity yeah. in the summertime, going from Mississippi to South Carolina is not going to do it, Fred. No, it's not, no. we, we didn't <laughs> escape the heat. We did buy, uh, drive by Six Flags, which is just west of Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. And... Been there. Think about heat. Think about eating a hot dog yeah. at Six Flags, and think about getting on that roller coaster. yeah. You don't want to think about that. Yeah. There's a reason they call it Hot Lana. <laughs> yeah. I had been on a roller coaster in probably 20, I don't know, 15 or 20 years. And before that, it was like 15 or 20 years. Uh-huh. I, I would just say to my fellow Americans, if you if you wait 15 to 20 years between your roller coaster experience, <laughs> just please don't do it. Huh? Please don't do it. Uh, that was That was... Well, it was so bad, I remember it today, uh-huh. like it happened yesterday. It and was, you're starting to feel... It was terrifying. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was terrifying. Uh, all right, so if you want to join us on what Ed Vitaliano calls out there internet, just go to YouTube or Facebook and type in Today's Issues, and you can join us there. We live video stream the show, Today's Issues. We also uh, post the stories that we discuss uh, on our Facebook so check that out. Chris, what's on the what's leading the news this morning? Well, I want to begin with some uh, developing news. Uh, just before we began the program, we got news reports in uh, Tennessee, Hawkins County specifically, that there might have been some sort of active shooter situation at Volunteer High School in Hawkins County, Tennessee. I'm reading from fox8.com, and they began by saying the Hawkins County Sheriff's Office now says no injuries have been reported after deputies were called to Volunteer High School following a call of an active shooter. The sheriff's office says there uh, no suspect has been found or injuries have been reported after the active call shooter at Volunteer High School. So um, it does not appear to be maybe what we thought or what we heard. However, news outlets are still on the scene and reporting on this. If there is an update, I'll mention it. 
But certainly with a lot of schools resuming today or maybe uh, resuming in the very near future, it is uh, a, a time in which we should uh, pray for the uh, health and safety of uh, students as well as law enforcement and other people, uh, regardless of what area it may be. So, Where was that in Tennessee? Hawkins County. Uh, I believe it's uh, in the east or northeast uh, portion of the state of Tennessee. But no reported deaths or injuries. Correct. Okay. That is correct. Oh, that's good. So I wanted to bring that up just to uh, let <clears throat> right. people know that that's we happening are now. Right. Uh, one story that uh, is going to be talked about a lot today, Governor DeSantis uh, continues to speak out against mandates or efforts to try to get kids to wear masks in schools, regardless of vaccination status, things of that sort. Uh, Governor DeSantis now says the state of Florida could defund the salaries of district superintendents and county school board members who mandate mask wearing in schools. That is according to USA Today this morning in their uh, things to know for today. And, of course, Governor DeSantis uh, made headlines in recent days. We had this audio, so I wanted to bring it back up. You know, last week, uh, the White House told Governor DeSantis and other leaders uh, that if you're not going to join us in pushing kinds of things, you need to get out of the way. And Governor DeSantis said at that time that, uh, listen, I will stand in the way of mandates and other requirements. Clip one. We can either have a free society or we can have a biomedical security state. And I can tell you, Florida, we're a free state. People are going to be free to choose to make their own decisions about themselves, about their families, about their kids' education. Joe Biden suggests that if you don't do lockdown policies, then you should, quote, get out of the way. But let me tell you this. If you're coming after the rights of parents in Florida, I'm standing in your way. If you're trying to restrict people, impose mandates, if you're trying to ruin their jobs and their livelihoods and their small business, if you are trying to lock people down, I am standing in your way and I'm standing for the people of Florida. So why don't you do your job? Why don't you get this border secure? And until you do that, I don't want to hear a blip about COVID from you. <laughs> yeah, still still getting a lot of reaction. Let me, let me ask you this, what, what the governor there of Florida, and I, by the way, I'm a huge fan. I think he's a rock star. We're talking about Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida. Is he uh, is he saying that uh, that counties and cities, uh, public schools, we're talking about here, uh, cannot mandate uh, that the kids wear masks, or is, or is he saying? Or what is he saying? He's saying that uh, you can't have local restrictions that go beyond what the state is saying. And, and the state of Florida has not mandated masks in schools. Therefore, Orlando public school system can't say kids have to wear masks. Yeah. Fred? We're at a, we're at a different time than where we were 14, 15 months ago. I'm talking early last year. When this pandemic hit, I think everybody was so, so afraid because it was so new they were willing to go along with these restrictions. We're down the road now, 14, 15 months. And I think there are governors like Governor DeSantis and a few others out there that say, we're not going to go through this again. We're not going to go through all these shutdowns. Uh, plus, there are, let me put it this way, strong doubts being raised today as opposed to 14, 15 months ago about the accuracy of statements being made like the Dr. Fauci's of this world when it comes to masks. You're seeing, I was listening to a trio of moms this morning that were interviewed on Fox and Friends talking about the 
the uselessness of mass, in their opinion, the uselessness of mass that the germs get through, that the kids, if they're wearing masks at school, they throw down the mask when they go to the washroom, and that mask is more polluted than it was ever before. So you've got all of that. There, there are areas of the country that are saying, like Florida, like the governor of Florida, say, we don't want to go through the lockdowns again. We believe that's a wrong strategy, and uh, we're going to fight that. So it, there is a spirit of rebellion that has built over the last six or seven months, and you're going to see it manifested on many fronts. And I know Chris has another story he's going to talk to us about, about this being so-called walkout Wednesday. Yes. Well, also, the face mask, well, I've heard so many things about the face mask. I didn't like it when it started. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, don't, I don't know anybody who said, hey, I love it. Yeah. So uh, let me just add that. So when I say I didn't like it to begin with, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, you're right, Fred. Everybody wanted to be a team player and go along with, uh, even though Dr. Fauci recommended early on that face masks were a waste of time. Yes. February of 2020, he told that to USA Today. Yeah, he said you can wear a face mask if you want to, but it's not going to do any good. That's what, mm. that's Dr. Fauci. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> probably should have lost all credibility at that point. However, the, uh, the, the 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 what Chris said, kids, have you seen ki- kids can't keep their shirt tails tucked in? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. especially boys. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, I mean, I'm talking about all the way from kindergarten to to senior high. My shirt was untucked prior to coming in here, but yes. yeah, okay. Uh, they don't. Uh, they forget to brush your teeth half the time. I'm just saying. Have you seen seen them trying to keep these face masks, the ones that supposedly work? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh. uh with, no. Mm-hmm. They're all over the place. Yep. They're, and then they have to eat dinner or, or eat lunch and lunch at the cafeteria. They got the face mask on. Off, I'm just saying that seemed to me this is just a bunch of virtue signaling. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do, do any good at all because of the reasons we just mentioned. Uh, and uh, I just, the governor, oh, the other, the, the spiritual dynamic here, and some people may not understand this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> facial expressions matter. Yes. Okay. Especially uh, when you're interacting in a school setting. All right, you you're watching your teacher mm-hmm. teach, and she has she or he is teaching and they're expressing themselves. Um, kids, are you gonna hide behind a mask all day every day? And plus, the teachers, you can imagine how exhausting that would be mm-hmm. to have to speak for eight hours, whatever, maybe not eight, but mm-hmm. four to six hours without taking a mask off. Um. And so I, I think there's some psychological yes. and spiritual, quite frankly, implications of, of people walking around with masks all the time, mm-hmm. so, again, especially with children in the school setting. Now, I don't have any scientific data mm-hmm. <laughs> to back, uh, or studies to back up what I just said, but I think a lot of people are identifying and, and agreeing with what I just said because, it's to me, it's common sense. Well, it's, it's also, I, I think, as I say, we're in a different time right now, People are fed up with the contradictions. You just mentioned one, Dr. Fauci, February of last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, mass. You know, you don't need those. And now, and then we were told eight months later that, uh, you know, once you get the vaccination, you won't need the mask. You'll have freedom. And now we're told, uh, sorry about that. Mm-hmm. We're going back on that. Another thing that makes people skeptical 
is that the liberals who are saying we need to wear a mask everywhere <laughs> are not wearing masks everywhere. Rashida Tlaib, <laughs> the latest example. Listen, uh, President Obama is partying for mm-hmm. his 60th anniversary, uh, no, not anniversary, birthday, birthday mm-hmm. in Martha's Vineyard. This guy, by the way, this guy just went, I got to get his playbook on how to get rich fast because he went from uh, a no, you know, a regular dude, but he did. He was president. I would give him that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he uh, parlayed that. Mm-hmm. I guess I give him that too. Yeah. Parlayed that into being a multimillionaire. Mm-hmm. But he's having all these people come to Martha's Vineyard, and there's pictures of them. They're not masked. Nope. They don't have masks on. Nope. They're all liberals. They're yep. walking around telling the world they need to wear a mask while they're not wearing masks. Right. That's right. Uh. So, and as Governor DeSantis said, here here is Biden lecturing us on masks and mandates. Well, he's got, he's shipping people who have COVID all over the country coming in from our southern border, putting them on buses, planes, oh, I don't know, trains. I don't know what else he's doing. The hypocrisy level, uh, you have AOC, uh, member of the squad, Yeah, do, uh, was before she was on camera the other day for an interview, she didn't have, didn't have the mask on, puts it on for the interview. Yeah. Then when the interview is done, takes it off. Yeah. Uh, Chris was mentioning Rashida Tlaib, another member of the squad, Congressman Rashida Tlaib. The Washington, D.C. mayor. You know, uh, yeah. Oh, you wanted to you wanted to tell about Rashida mm-hmm. Tlaib. She's a congresswoman from Michigan, mm-hmm. a member of the squad with AOC. Yes. Uh-huh. And what happened here now? She was photographed uh, dancing at an event, uh, not wearing a mask, in what is described by the CDC as an orange zone. In other words, this is a place with a lot of cases. You need to wear a mask. In Michigan? Regardless of your... Dearborn? Uh, it was actually in the D.C. area. D.C. area, okay. Yeah. Um, so, so wait a minute now. So she, Let me double check that. You're but. supposed to be wearing a mask inside. Yes. According, yes. To, to, according to the liberal mayor of D.C., Browser, is that her name? Bowser. Bowser. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there was a picture of her not wearing a mask inside, violating her yeah. own mandate. And her defense of that was the person that took the picture was not invited to the wedding. <laughs> I got caught by somebody who shouldn't have been there. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, I am just you know, all these liberal, not all of them, but most of them, yeah, it was in the Michigan area that Tlaib was in. It was? And not in D.C., yes. Mm-hmm. So Tim was right. Yes. So she thought she was at home. I can get away. Yeah. So she's got. So she's violating the indoor mask mandate for mm-hmm. her city or her state and because she, she's dancing at a wedding. Listen, I don't care. Dance at a wedding without a mask. Sure. I don't care if Obama has 10,000 people at his house for his birthday party. Exactly. I would say man has an ego problem, but nonetheless, I would say that's his business. Uh, Nancy, but but when they tell, when they mandate and say school children got to wear masks, mm-hmm. and yet the elite uh, liberal dictators don't, right? That's a problem. Yeah, that's a problem. So anyway, I I, I think that Governor DeSantis will be supported. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, by a majority of mm-hmm. uh, Floridians on this, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll see where that goes. Right, I do have some video here. A lot of people are familiar with the video that Senator Rand Paul posted over the weekend. But Senator Rand Paul, a longtime frenemy of Dr. Anthony Fauci, uh, posted a video over the weekend saying it's time for us to resist. Clip three. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. Nancy Pelosi, you will not arrest or stop me or anyone on my staff from doing our jobs. We have either had COVID, had the vaccine, or been offered the vaccine. 
We will make our own health choices. We will not show you a passport. We will not wear a mask. We will not be forced into random screenings and testings so you can continue your drunk with power reign over the Capitol. President Biden, we will not accept your agency's mandates or your reported moves towards a lockdown. Now, in the video, if you have not seen it, Senator Paul also made time to point out that he himself went to medical school. He worked in ERs. He studied virology and immunology, but he chose to become an eye doctor um, on top of all uh, doing all that. So he's not just a legislator sharing his opinion. He actually has a medical background. Yeah, but the guy's going to have to come out, and, and, you know, one way or another. <laughs> you, know, on, you know what I'm saying? You yeah. can't do this political double talk like Grandpa's doing right there. Yeah. yeah. Hey, let me let me just add this to the uh, conversation. Raise your hand if you know somebody who's been vaccinated who has COVID. Okay. Personally, or I, I heard, do you know hearing. anybody? I've heard stories, but yes. I, I don't know heard anyone cases, personally. Yes, I, I know several people. Okay. In the last week, hmm. uh, who have COVID, they tested positive for COVID, yet they were been, they were vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Uh, now. Uh, this is now now to to remind ourselves. I don't think we were we were we were, it wasn't my understanding when the uh, quote vaccines came out that they would completely inoculate the public a hundred percent. Correct. I think the numbers were anywhere from ninety two to ninety five percent effective. That's right for for the main ones, Pfizer, Moderna, mm-hmm. and the other ones. Uh, so I don't want to misrepresent the situation. However. Uh, I, I'm thinking based on just anecdotal evidence that I'm seeing and hearing that these vaccines are not very effective or are not as effective against this uh, the variant, the variant, the Delta variant specifically. Yes, they sir. can't be because people are getting sick who have the vaccine. This is a, uh, listen to this. I'm going to set this up and again, this is anecdotal too. And I can't tell you where I, I can't tell you any more information about this person because I don't have permission than what I'm about to say. He's a doctor in North Carolina. That's all I'll say. He's a doctor in North Carolina, and he sent this text to a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. So I can, I, can, I can vouch that what I'm about to read is real, okay? It's not hearsay, and I didn't pick it off the Internet. But uh, here's what he said. He said, I personally treat – this is yesterday – I personally treated over 50 outpatient cases of COVID-19 in the last week. The vast majority of them, considerably considerably more than half, had previously been fully vaccinated. I've had conversations with staff at our local hospitals who have treated COVID patients. They are telling me that most of the patients they have treated have been previously vaccinated. The patients and the family members are presenting their vaccine cards and demanding to know why this is happening. I'm getting this firsthand from doctors, nurses, and family members. The same day that one of the staff nurses told me this, her hospital put out the statistics that over 99% of the cases were in patients who had not been vaccinated. Hmm. One of their nursing administrators confirmed to me that it was true that most had not had been vaccinated. He didn't understand why the press release said what it said. Did y'all just understand? Did, yes. Was that clear? Yes. So what he's saying is that uh, the experience on the ground is that uh, uh, what half the people 
that they're seeing that have COVID mm-hmm. now have been vaccinated. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm getting, showing a rough figure out there. But that the hospital there putting out a press release saying 99% of the cases were in patients who had not been vaccinated. And so I'm saying that, say, it makes me wonder if the numbers are not being skewed intentionally to put more pressure on those who have not who have chosen not to be vaccinated you see what i'm saying so yeah. you, you you say you say to the public see the reason the hospitals are overwhelmed is because these yahoos won't get the shots won't yes. get the experiment won't get the experimental shots and you need to pressure them and shame them or fire them from their job or mm-hmm. what that's that's the that's unspoken right there with with uh, with what I just read. That seems to be well, where we're going with this. I go back to the president of the United States in a an address to the nation said what we now have he said this in the last couple of weeks. What we now have is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Yes, that yes. was President Joe Biden. Right. So, what what you're telling us and what we're seeing more and more is that no we're seeing at least in the case right. of the doctor that that you're uh, 50 percent are already are, who have covid are vaccinated mm-hmm. yes now with this delta variant yeah. so uh and and i wonder how often that is being repeated the hospital experience that you just related to us across the country mm-hmm. we've got three staff here well two staff i know of on mm-hmm. our staff who were vaccinated in april mm-hmm. and they got covid for the last two weeks all right Okay. You put all of this together and you can start to understand why the level of skepticism over what people are being told by the authorities, including the president of the United States and Dr. Fauci, why they're saying, wait a minute, what you're saying is not what I'm seeing. Something is wrong here. Yeah. Now, what they'll tell you is what what a lot of doctors and people who are pro-vaccine getting the vaccine shots uh, they're shots really they're not hmm. vaccines in my mind stop something completely but anyway let's we won't argue semantics these shots that they'll tell you that uh well while it doesn't prevent you from getting the virus it does help you if you do get sick from being even sicker yes. that makes sense it's like the flu shot that's what that's what they supposed to be that's what they say. I don't know. My layman's question to that is, how do you know that? Mm-hmm. How, how do you prove what what never happened? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I guess they would say, well, I, I don't know. Well, they, would, they would say, yeah. So, so you, well, you understand what, my, yeah. what, my, what I'm and saying? And the other element that's being entered in, and I'm, I'm hearing reports of this yeah. uh, again, is that people who, have been, who haven't been vaccinated but they have high levels of antibodies. Mm-hmm. But now we're seeing their employers saying you must have the vaccine or you don't work here. And they're very concerned because we're getting reports that those people yeah. get the vaccination, they get very sick. I, I just think it's, I think it's immoral. Maybe unconstitutional. I would think unconstitutional too. To force somebody mm-hmm. to get what is still today an experimental drug mm-hmm. injected into their bloodstream 
with no long-term clinical studies and say, you got to get this or you're out, you lose yeah. your job, you lose your livelihood. Right. Yeah. That's why Matt Staver is one of yeah. the organizers for this walkout Wednesday. We can talk Wednesday. about that mm-hmm. when we get back. Uh, now, if the Food and Drug Food and Drug Administration approve and take it off the experimental, mm-hmm. that will be an extra level mm-hmm. of comfort for a lot of people. Uh, but uh, I think they're talking about that maybe for Pfizer yes, coming up. Okay. I can mention that in a minute, yes. Friendships is looking for full-time volunteer men and women who are serious about serving God, investing time in rewarding work, and helping people in need around the world. There is no charge to serve. Room and board are provided. A willing heart and a desire to work as part of a team are the primary skills required. Check out the opportunities at friendships.org or email portmercy at friendships.org. That's portmercy at friendships.org. What would it be like if every person knew that they were created in the image of God? After two years in the making, American Family Studios proudly presents In His Image, delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality. There are only two sexes, male or female. If you're conceived with a Y chromosome, you will develop into a male. In His Image is a documentary featuring life-changing testimonies of former LGBT individuals. In my most formative years of development of sexuality, I went through a brutal time of uh, sexual distortion, molestation. Visit InHisImage.movie to watch In His Image. Well, everybody, welcome to this unboxing video as we unbox my hormone blockers. In His Image from American Family Studios is available now for free viewing. Visit InHisImage.movie. You're made in the image of God. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Starnes with news and commentary next. No matter your career goals, you want to find a university that provides excellent academics and state-of-the-art facilities at a price you can afford. At Liberty University, they believe a quality Christian education should be available to everyone. That's why they've frozen their tuition rates through the 2021-2022 academic year and offer multiple scholarships, like the Middle America Scholarship, to bring that price point even lower. Learn more by texting STARNS to the number 49596. Grace Smith was 16 years old when World War II broke out. She was a teenage bride at the time, and when her husband was called to the front lines, she dropped out of school. Life came at Grace fast and furious, and finishing her high school education became a fleeting thought. She eventually became a bus driver for the Madison County School System in Alabama, driving kids to and from for 30 years. Her family said Grace was never one to look back on the past, never mentioned any regrets except for one. Grace wanted to finish her high school education. And so it was that 79 years later, Grace Smith received her diploma at Hazel Green High School wearing a scarlet cap and gown. Grace was surrounded by all of her family, including 26 great-grandchildren. In her commencement address, Grace summed up the day by pointing out that it's always better late than never. I'm Todd Starnes. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not extinguish. He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not grow weak or discouraged before he has established justice on the earth. In his law, the islands will put their hope. Isaiah 42, 3 and 4. American Family Radio. 
This is today's issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of today's issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of today's issues. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to today's issues on American Family Radio. You know, every few days you read a story and you just shake your head. You're going, what in the world was this person thinking? <laughs> There's a story on the Fox News website. Uh, Alabama firefighters rescue woman found swimming in 70-foot high water tank. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I did, Fred. The woman was spotted by a retired police officer who lives across the street from the tank. Now, how, how do you get in this thing? Number Yeah, number one, that was my oh, first question. Oh, you know question. this? Oh, oh, oh never mind. That's okay. my first question, because yeah. uh, these tanks are, are, are basically steel bubbles. So how in the world did she get in there? I mean, I remember the old Petticoat Junction opening to that show. It was an open tank, and mm-hmm. it showed the three young ladies swimming in there, but... That's what I thought about this morning. How did she get into the steel it's bubble? Athens, uh, Alabama. Not far from Athens. Here. Firefighters rescued a woman tonight who was swimming inside a seventy-foot-high water tank filled with three hundred fifty thousand gallons of water. The woman broke into a fence barrier and climbed the ladder to the top of the tank on Elm Street. Uh, a retired Athens police officer, Doug Duran, who lives nearby, saw her and contacted authorities. Police, firefighters, and water department personnel responded. I would have liked to heard that conversation. That's me talking. What? Fire, <laughs> firefighters, firefighters Hunter Campbell and Cody Collins climbed the tank and found her swimming inside and convinced her to come to them. <laughs> you may, you may. They secured her with a harness, Fred. Yep. And Chris got her over the edge and walked down the ladder with her. Hey, listen. Uh-huh. How about the guy who's reading that story this morning who had a glass of water last night? <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. Come oh, on. my God. Come on. Talk about, the sp- <laughs> talk about the reasons COVID are spread. Are you saying a, they don't do this in Saskatchewan, Fred? Swimming in our it's drinking water up there. Yeah, you, um, free, you freeze in the water tank if you go for a dip up there. I just wonder what her family thought when they saw her on the <laughs> evening news, Fred. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Anybody seen Peggy? Yeah. So I said she's going for a swim. Yeah. Thanksgiving's going to be awkward this year. Yeah, there she is on the 10, 10 o'clock news. She went for a swim, all right. How to be famous. I don't know. Just uh, You just don't know what people are thinking sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, or maybe they were on some kind of drug or alcohol-induced. Although, there are some things that people do that I go, it would be better that you were drunk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you uh, do you understand what I'm saying? Because at least you could say I'm sorry. I, I did something stupid. I was I drank three too I drank too much beer too many beers. Mm-hmm. If you just say I straight up soberly went and got called in a water tank to swim, that's worse to me than having three beers and going do it. What about you, Chris? 
What are your thoughts on this? I concur. Uh, you <laughs> okay. know, there there is a there is a big joke that's been going around a long time. For whatever reason, the terms "Florida man" often wipes uh, ends up in headlines for all kinds of the crazy things. So when I saw this story. Um, whenever it was a few days ago, I saw people joking like, you know, Florida man is now on the clock because we're going to see some something beyond uh, this craziness uh, in, in the state of Florida. But Also, if you're mentally un- un- unwell, right, mm-hmm. how do you have the wherewithal and thought processes to say, I'm going to climb that tank right there? Over the fence. Over the, the fence and mm-hmm. go, up and go, for, go for a swim. Go for a dip. It's a bit hot today. Anyway. Don't know why she did it exactly. She is in trouble. <laughs> I don't know what trouble is for, and and I would I would like to see that appearance before the judge. I'm trying to think of a swimming pun right now. Yeah, you did what, ma'am? <laughs> you did what again? I climbed a 70 foot water tank, Judge. All right, Chris. Uh, now we were talking before the break. Yes. And I I, I was talking about how. I, it's uh, I think it's immoral and unconstitutional to <clears throat> fire somebody from mm-hmm. their job because they re- don't want to take an experimental drug and put it into their bloodstream. Okay. Yes. But a lot of people in the medical community say no. You should be fired. Yeah. If you don't take the vaccine, right? Yeah. It seems like every government day. Official, yeah, government pretty official. much. Yeah. I mean, the military now, they announced it yesterday. If you're in the military, you have to be vaccinated, regardless mm-hmm. of how you feel about the situation. Um, and of course, in the private sector, hardly a day goes by now where you don't see some company requiring their workers to be vaccinated or you don't work here anymore. Uh, let me ask you something mm-hmm. just before we get to another okay. point. Are these same employers? And is the United States Department of Defense, who are about to force this on our active duty military, are they willing to take the – are they going to be uh, opening – let me put it this way. Will they uh, be held responsible should it turn out a year or two from now that there's some major problems, health problems, as a uh, for the, getting these vaccines? I don't know the answer to your question as it currently stands. Okay, now, that's that's mm-hmm. for example, mm-hmm. and I think this is a this is a possibility. I'm not saying there will be. I hope, I hope that there won't be. I hope the vaccines turn out to five years from now. We're going. Thank God, there was nothing wrong. It's nothing seriously uh, more serious than what we know about already mm-hmm. for the broad general public. But what if we come back? And they said five years from now, we start seeing ads on TV by lawyers if saying, you got the Pfizer if shot. you got the Pfizer shot mm-hmm. in the years, contact the offices, of blah, blah, blah. you may be entitled to blah, 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 blah. We said I this. love a good fight. One yeah, of those yeah. TV ads. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, what if, what if we discover that there's some serious side effects mm-hmm. down the road? Will the companies that said that, that forced their employers to take the jab Will they bear some responsibility? Yeah, I don't think so. Um, now, one of the arguments I've seen in like TV interviews about a student that is suing because the university wants students to get vaccinated or you can't come on campus, one of those things. Uh, one of the comeback questions I've seen from people, including uh, those on Fox News, is, well, you know, what about the, the flu shot? A lot of campuses mm-hmm. already require that, or maybe you already have to be vaccinated for rubella and measles and um, mumps and stuff like that. What's the difference here? The 
I've asked that myself to doctors and uh, medical professionals, and their response is because the vaccines that we are currently allowed to get here in the United States, those are not actually approved by the government. They haven't received full approval. Then That is the difference here. There's a lot of clinical data that we can point to as, okay, the flu shot's not that bad or the MMR shot that you have to get is not that bad, but we don't know really what the side effects are with these current vaccines. The Pfizer shot is nearing FDA approval, and Dr. Fauci himself did say in the last day or two that that's probably going to ease a lot of minds okay, out there. Okay, at that point, then you would you would cease to call it experimental. Is at that least right? the Pfizer would. The Pfizer would. But the other now, ones when, were still uh, What are we weeks away? Uh, if it's even that long, I mean, CNN had a story three hours ago. FDA approval of the vaccine could mean more people will get vaccinated. Uh, which vaccine? The Pfizer one? Yes. Uh, NBC News, similar headlines. Um, so the Pfizer one appears to be nearing FDA approval, but people are still going to be skeptical, um, you and, know, concerned and, about and it. And with some reason for that skepticism, because it's still only about eight months since it, since people started right. getting You can't it. have a long-term clinical trial until you have a long term right right <laughs> yes that's why it's called yeah. long term well and you right. know for the near term we're still going to see people saying it's not right it's morally it's immoral it's unconstitutional for you to require this on your employees or the american people in general one of those attorneys happens to be matt staver of liberty council he is one of the main organizers of something called Walkout Wednesday, which begins tomorrow at noon central whatever time zone you may be in clip two we're encouraging people to walk out on Walkout Wednesday, and that's walk out from places of employment, schools, other places. Or if you're not being forced to get the shots, you're fortunate. Walk out and support those who are, whether it's nurses, doctors, other health care workers, men and women in the military who are being threatened now, students, and other people in your community. No one should be forced to get these shots against their will. So you can... Do this at noon, your time. You can even take your lunch hour to do it. But we need to do this on a regular basis. And the website is walkoutwednesday.net. Okay. That's Matt Staver, mm-hmm. our good friend from Liberty Council. Check out his website. Um, one, more, one more question related to, I hope, I hope a year from now there's no mention of face mask or <laughs> vaccines or I would like to cover healthcare news beyond Lockdowns, COVID. Yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'd like to get back to good old-fashioned flu season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, again, uh, it's a layman asking layman here, although we've all studied this. Let me ask you this. If you are the, – the talk of these travel – Vaccines? Um, vaccine passports. Okay. They're called vaccine passports. Mm-hmm. Right. They haven't been implemented yet, have they? Not – domestically there are well new york city for example wants people to show proof of vaccination to go out to eat or go to work out or go to the madison square in new york so stay Mm -hmm. new york city they want you to they already if you go in to eat at a restaurant you have to have yeah i don't know that it has gone into effect but de blasio announced it last week by the way how do you how do you keep from people having fake vaccine cards that's that's, gonna that's that's another story that's developing they're already finding fake Vaccine passports. Where can I get Pe- one? People get the original one. <laughs> it's like I'm any- kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. Please don't. Tim email is vaccinated. Me. Sign yeah. Tim's doctor. Well, don't email me. Okay, go ahead, Fred. No, no, I'm, it's I'm kidding. It, there are stories out there already, Tim. To your point, the, the the fake ones are out there. 
But you know what? Uh, I, I think I don't think it's been implemented yet in New York because they're trying to figure out what they're going to do to punish the restaurant that may not check. You know, you so like carding carding uh, underage people for drinking alcohol. Exactly. That kind of thing? So what are they going to do to the business? And then what are they going to do to the customer? How how are the restaurant owners going to handle this? You know, uh, two you know people what you come do? in. What you are you going to do? It's impossible. You just need to say we recommend. We highly yes. recommend, and then whatever you highly recommend. Yeah. You can't police all this, uh, at least yet. Now maybe mm-hmm. they'll find some more stringent way to police all this. But here's the the principle. I want to ask you guys about the principle that those who advocate for vaccine passports is that what you call them uh, okay uh what they're the reason they're they would be for that mm-hmm. would be what chris uh to well it, the re the stated reason for a vaccine passport is to make sure that people out and about in public are not spreading covid19 okay stop mm-hmm. <laughs> i think i know where you're heading okay stop right there okay if that's the objective whether you agree with it or not, I'm not, I'm just I'm just trying to figure out where, where they're headed, why you want to do this, and how it makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So that's your objective is to stop the spread of COVID. So you have to pay people show their vaccine passport to be able to, I don't know, go out and eat dinner, mm-hmm. get on an airplane, a cruise ship, whatever. Now we're finding, though, that. Uh, what people with the vaccine get COVID mm-hmm. and spread it. Am I right? right? Correct. Right. So why are you going to distinguish between a vaccinated person and an unvaccinated person if they both spread it and can both spread it unknowingly? Is that, am I misrepresenting anything here? No, you're not misrepresenting. And that is the confusion in the public. To add to that, you go into a restaurant, you got your mask on. When you sit down at the table, what happens? The mask goes away. I mean, the virus goes away, Fred. <laughs> Have you not seen this? It's, it's on these paranormal channels. It's such you a gotta smart virus. you got to watch these shows, virus. and they'll show you. You can see it with the grainy images mm-hmm. of the virus. The virus comes up to your table, mm-hmm. and, and then it sees yeah. you take your mask off, and it flees. It also does not spread at Democratic gatherings. Right. You could, when they bring the breadsticks at Olive Garden, virus gone. Virus gone. Look, anyway, uh, and no, I was just li- I was watching a live shot from the U.S. Senate. They were both to vote on this yeah. infrastructure bill. I would say about half the senators mm-hmm. had a mask on, the other half did not, and they're right up like six inches from each yeah. other having a chat. How ridiculous! You go over to the house that Nancy Pelosi mm-hmm. controls, and she'll have you arrested if you sh- don't show up. Listen, <clears throat> I know a lot of people, and I who think this is all a plan to force Americans into a more communistic society. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me tell you something. When you when you look at people and you say, do they believe what they're saying or not? Or is there another agenda at play? When I look at Biden yeah. and Harris and their administration, and they say we've got to stop COVID from killing Americans, and they're letting people cross our border by the hundreds of thousands yes. who got COVID, and there's put, putting and they're putting them on buses and planes and and uh, sending them all over the sending country. them all over the country. Yeah, 
they're not doing anything to stop. If this were as serious a killer as they say it is, mm-hmm. they would shut down the border, just like Canada did. Yes. Right. Okay, you may agree or disagree with Canada, but at least Canada was consistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, what Biden is doing is saying, okay, uh, uh, Florida or Texas or whatever, criticizing the governors of those states. Can you imagine criticizing the governor of Texas, Abbott, for his handling of the COVID crisis? Mm-hmm. And you're flooding his border yes. with a hundred over a million people since the year started, mm-hmm. with people who are coming here unvaccinated and – don't and uh, don't have the um, you know have haven't had the vaccination mm-hmm. and he's letting them go all over Texas. Yep. Biden is and when Governor Abbott says stop it, we need help. We can't keep doing this. Biden says I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. So actions speak louder than words, isn't that the old saying? Mm-hmm. So if Biden wants to tell everybody that mm-hmm. COVID is a killer. We got to stop it. So we need all these restrictions, and he's not putting in restrictions on our border. Yeah. That says to me he doesn't he doesn't really believe it. That's well, right. and I I mentioned this the last one of the last times I was on this program. You know, Obama got virtually no criticism from the left about being a super spreader, uh, possibly with his 60th birthday party. However, former President Trump is going to be speaking in for now, anyways, Coleman, Alabama, later this month, somewhere around August 21st. Coleman, Alabama is in north central Alabama. There's already headlines today. Uh, saying that uh, Alabama officials dread super spreader event at Trump rally in America's least vaccinated state. Yeah. Well, that's the hypocrisy of the media in this country. I was reading a story last night about the uh, music festival that was in Chicago about... Lollapalooza? Was it about a week and a half ago Mm -hmm. or so? Mm -hmm. There were thousands of people. Yes. I don't know how many. Tens tens of thousands? Uh, Well, definitely thousands. In Chicago, this is an annual event, and uh, they were saying there's no evidence that this was a super spreader or caused any any more or less uh, mm-hmm. effect on the spread of the virus. Um, so I'm just saying that for what that's worth. Yeah. It's at the same event that the mayor of Chicago went to? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. May have been. I think she well she she herself did speak out against the labeling of it as a super spreader. But what's interesting is Sturgis also uh, occurred in recent days, and that was criticized for being a super yeah. spreader event. The liberals uh, liberals call anything conservative a conservative gathering a super spreader. Mm-hmm. If it's if it's a liberal cause, then they don't say anything. Yeah, that's the and that's double standards been going on. Do you remember last year, yeah. President Trump, he had a White House lawn event, and yeah, what, what the media, what the media did, they yeah. started they started running pictures of who was in, uh, in mm-hmm. sitting in the chairs on the lawn, and they started naming those who uh, who may have come down with yeah. COVID. After USA that. Today had a story, an investigative journalism story yes. about that. Yes. But not a but not a word when it's a Democrat. People control. we know and that have been on this program were identified as being at that super spreader event. Yes. All right. You're listening to today's issues. What do you got next, Chris? Well, uh, infrastructure. Do you want to? Oh man, I've been waiting for this the whole program. Well, yeah. I dig me some infrastructure. You see, that's talk, why. Chris. That's why I bring. I wanted to lead with it, but yeah. you know. Yeah. We go way back. Anyway, uh, I'm a super spreader of infrastructure information. So, 
<laughs> I wanted to bring this up because the Senate is expected to vote today on the infrastructure bill. This is the so-called bipartisan infrastructure bill that President Biden and a bipartisan group of senators negotiated and came to terms with. And it looks like the Senate may actually pass this thing. But there are some senators, particularly a few that have R next to their name, Senators John Kennedy and Mike Lee, that have been speaking out against this infrastructure bill. I know Senator Marsha Blackburn. Is this the 1.7? 1. 1.2. 1.2. 1.2 trillion dollar one. The first 1.2 trillion. They got a, they got a one even bigger coming they do. And that's what that's one thing that Biden has said is that I want this passed, but on the condition that we're going to get my other wish list we about to hear something? Up later this month. Well, our producer is currently working the phones right now. So I will mention this. Republicans are saying that a lot of this involves money that don't doesn't necessarily go to roads and bridges. Biden has said that he wants the Internet now included as being uh, infrastructure. And there is a lot of public works money that goes in here. Uh, and then, of course, there are the stated concerns from Republicans that uh, it's maybe a, a push for amnesty and a lot of other things that have absolutely nothing to do with infrastructure. So it's politics as usual with government uh, officials pushing something that doesn't involve what it is it's supposed to do. But I, I, I want the public to understand this. This is a roughly $1.2 trillion bill. There are about 20 Republicans that are voting in favor of this. Of that $1.2 trillion, only $110 billion actually is going to roads and bridges. All right? John, uh, if we hear from Senator Kennedy, uh, Brent, I'm not sure if you have that cut lined up. You're, listen to this, folks. You've got to understand that this infrastructure bill has very little to do with roads and bridges. Clip Early on, I, I was a likely yes on this bill. I mean, you know, who's not for infrastructure? It's I'm for children and prosperity, too. But uh, then I got a copy of the bill. If you look up stupid stuff in the dictionary, there's a, there's a picture of this bill. Uh, they, they told us it was a real infrastructure bill. It's not. Only 23% of the bill is real infrastructure. They told us the bill was paid for. It isn't. They told us there, was no, there were no, uh, no tax increases. There are. And finally, they told us that uh, it's not going to add to inflation, but it will. This is going to make everything more expensive for Americans. It causes inflation. Inflation hurts the poor and middle class more than anyone else. It's also going to wreak havoc on homeowners. As home buyers find uh, these increased fees that they're putting in place are going to make everything more expensive in the real estate market they already can't afford. This creates a, a pilot project to monitor where you drive and how many miles you drive in a year. This isn't just about Democrats versus Republicans. This is Washington, D.C. against the American people, and it's wrong. Now, that last voice there was Senator Mike Lee of Utah, but the first one was Senator John Kennedy. Well, 17, I have my, my count here, 17 of the Republican colleagues of Kennedy from Louisiana and Utah's uh, Lee. They're both, we just heard from them, both mm -hmm. the Republican senators. 17 of the Republican colleagues are voting for this thing. That is correct. That is correct. Uh, shall we do a name call? Yeah. Roy Blunt, Missouri. Richard Burr of North Carolina. Shelley Moore Capito of uh, West Virginia. Bill Cassidy of Louisiana. Susan Collins of Maine. Kevin Kramer of North Dakota. Mike Crepo of Idaho. Lindsey Graham of South Carolina. Hmm, that's, that's a little bit surprising to me. 
Chuck Grassley of Iowa, John Hoven of North Dakota, Mitch McConnell of Kentucky, Lisa Murkowski of Alaska, Rob Portman of Ohio, John Rich of Idaho, Mitt Romney of Utah, and Tom Tillis of North Carolina, and Todd Young of Indiana. That's the latest uh, I have here from uh, the, the 17 Republicans. You say there's 20 now? Or well, on a, roughly? on a vote last night, there were a total of 70 uh, voting in favor of this infrastructure, which means there had to be 20 Republicans added to the 50 Democrats. You know what's going to happen is we're going to get the usual line, well, I don't like it any more than you, but we need roads and bridges. Yeah, but and, uh, that, and that's why I want to drive home. Very little of it is going to roads and bridges. Mm-hmm. For instance, $66 billion of this is going to a pet project of uh, President Joe Biden, and that is railroads, in particular Amtrak. Which and, is a financial loser. Which is a financial been. loser. So we're going to, uh, the taxpayers are going to bail out Amtrak again. They're going to start building new lines into smaller communities. And what this, what the rest of the bill, a lot of it's all about, um, is Joe Biden's green plan. I'll yeah. tell you, it's green plan. Senator Lee was talking about this just a few moments ago. Joe Biden wants people to give up their cars. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Roger Wicker, the uh, Republican senator from Mississippi, has said he will vote for yes. the Democrats. Um, he will vote for the infrastructure bill. Yes. The $1 trillion bipartisan is called infrastructure. Mm, yes. I guess it, I guess it is bipartisan in the sense that there are now 18 Republicans who said they're going to vote with the Democrats mm-hmm. for this. <clears throat> I probably shouldn't even talk at this point because I'm very cynical about the whole idea of federal government spending really going to the causes that it says it's going to go to. Mm -hmm. We did this 10 years ago with Obama. Remember the $900 billion infrastructure bill? Yeah. Did that not fix anything? Nope. Huh? That was supposed to be the money. Shovel-ready jobs. Yes, at that time, that was a lot of money. You remember this? Oh, yes. Yep. Did that not... So, so what now we got to have another trillion? Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, I'm just going to bow out at this point. <laughs> We're going to take a break for news. I'll go get me some more coffee. <laughs> Be back in five minutes. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.